Good morning and happy Friday. Welcome to the Learn Digital Advertising Daily News. I'm your host, Rick. Welcome back, guys. I'm Wanderiano. And we have a goal today of... What's our goal? To remind you guys that if you like what we're presenting you every day mm. with the, uh, the news content, to please subscribe, let us know. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, how you like the the content and uh hopefully you enjoy today's show yes what if they don't like the content Juan? let us know let just us know get, let us know you don't like it in the comments below just troll us yes troll us pretend this is reddit <laughs> and give us your honest opinion all right let's get right in all right uh so we're going to start off the episode today with a couple of privacy issues and how they're going to affect marketing um, one with google one with facebook Juan, maybe take it away on the google privacy sandbox. yeah so they just released a, uh, a statement um pretty much uh talking about the the privacy concerns lately and recently firefox had had this uh ban all cookie approach uh pretty much and it's almost like not a fair uh, approach at it. It, it. it affects the web. So the, pretty much the, the whole point of it is to future-proof the, the impacts of the web by creating a, a, standard, a set of standards that all browsers and users of the web can appreciate, you know? Um, and there's a lot there. There, there is. There's, you know, this privacy is a, a big debate that's ongoing no matter what sector of the web it is or the world, um, but it's it's interesting and it's good to see Google get behind uh, at least, you know, there's nothing formal here other than just a, hey, we're going to reach out and we're going to start figuring out what the standard should be. Uh, there was a sort of a soft attack on Firefox and their recent, you know, change there. Um, but, you know, the, the end, at the end of the day, you know, the argument is this. One, the web doesn't exist without ads because content is free because of ads, right? So we need to maintain uh, an environment where publishers are incentivized to publish um, and by removing cookies it makes publishers much less able to sell ad space advertisers much less motivated to advertise because the profitability goes down and all these other reasons so, so there's basically benefits to this outside of uh, you know just to keep the ecosystem functioning yeah. the way it does um, and now what Google wants to say is, yes, we agree that privacy is very important, but how do we do it and keep this healthy ecosystem yeah. in place where people can produce content and share information yeah. um, without everything being a uh, pop-up pay now to read this article well, kind of like The whole prohibit all approach just leads to the invention of newer tactics to be able to track people. And what's yeah. happening is there's this whole thing happening with fingerprinting that they're able to collect information that's outside of cookies and it's permanent and there's no way for you to know if it's, you're being fingerprinted or not. So it's just kind of, kind of like prohibition is, was my best understanding Absolutely. of Absolutely. And you prohibit and what's going to happen is people are going to figure out ways to make it work, yeah. you know? Very good, very good. Now on to Facebook. So Facebook, uh, which allows is now allowing uh, all Facebook activity. So. Basically what this is, is it's a new section. It's going to be available in the U.S. in about three months. Right now, um, this is just available in, where is that? It's like Ireland, Korea, South Korea, and Spain. That's right. So basically you can go into your Facebook profile and you can view all of the websites who are using some Facebook pixel or some Facebook login basically feature that are tracking you. And a lot of times the way to think about this is if you go to homedepot.com and look at a certain product, 
then you shoot over to Facebook and you see that relevant ad there. That what enables that to happen is that off is that off Facebook tracking. So you have now the ability to not only see who's tracking you, but also to essentially it's like clearing your browser cookies. Basically, you can clear all that out and say I don't want them tracking me anymore. Um, and at the same time, you can actually set it so that no one can track you in the future. So yeah. this is a first for Facebook. I'm very curious to see you know how many people actually go through with that. Uh, by going through with that, your ads will become much less relevant. And if you're okay with that, that's fine too. But again, we have another service here that is free because of advertising. So it'll be interesting to see how the ecosystem responds to this and how many individuals you know, actually uh, you know, take part in just saying, hey, you know what, I don't want any sort of tracking on and that's, that's fine. You well, know? It kind of just gives you an idea of where this direction is going with privacy. Overall, um, Google, I mean, uh, Facebook's actually willing to, to take a chance on part of their business as far as giving users more privacy controls. And it's, uh, I think it's not just like all in one, you will have the option to like block a particular website or business uh, standalone. So. so, if you got one creeping on you and you don't want them creeping on you anymore, you can get rid of them or just get rid of them all. <laughs> Or just probably do what most of us are going to do and never Look touch it. it. Yeah, because yeah. you, you might not want to know. <laughs> or it's but, too uh, deep in the settings. <laughs> I personally fine. love relevant ads, so I'm leaving it on. Join me. Hashtag leave it on. <laughs> All right. Looks like we got coming up next, uh, Google Ads. Uh, so they're moving to standard delivery for all well, search. Well, is this picture standard and delivery? And campaigns. No, as far as my understanding is, this guy is trying to get this. Package delivered as fast. Accelerated. That's accelerated <laughs> delivery right there. So no no longer the ability for accelerated delivery on search and shopping campaigns. And uh, as far as it goes, the, the explanation was there's different like time zones and stuff like that. So some budgets might get spent a little early on in the day just because of a different time zone and not, not be able to spend the ads. But overall, like spend the budget. But overall, it's only going to affect search and shopping. And right now, video and display can still accelerate. And I have a suspicion that video and display can still use accelerated bidding because Google's having a lot of trouble getting people to buy those products because they suck. Makes sense. All right. Next, uh, also with Google Ads. Google Ads has, uh, so if you ever use, you know, since the Google Ads switched to the new interface, they have this dashboard. I think many of us in the industry just think it's an extra page to browse through because it's virtually useless, but now there's a filter on it. So that particular dashboard we just wanted to point out will allow you to filter by things like device, campaign, campaign type, campaign status, um, and basically just sort of modify what that dashboard looks like. Um, a lot of us just use other reporting mechanisms, but yeah, they're just uh, good to know. They're, they're, they're on the left-hand side. You can click down and see the individual stats on. But cool. <laughs> Very cool. So new smart bidding strategy in Google Ads as well. And this is... Uh, this is a, basically a smart bidding strategy that tries to maximize uh, essentially the conversion value that comes back. Uh, I think Tawan and me, we spoke about this before, it feels a little bit like a lot of these smart bidding strategies are starting to overlap a little bit, but essentially what this says is set a budget and we're gonna bring back as much value as we can with that budget. So if you're e-commerce, that's very straightforward if you're passing back you know, revenue from transactions. Now, if you're on the lead gen side and you're more driving form submits and calls and that sort of thing, this is when you start thinking about that best practice of can I assign a value to a phone call, a form submit, or something like that. Even though there isn't a direct revenue that's coming into the business, by assigning those values now, you're going to pass that back to Google and have yet another mechanism to allow Google to use AI to optimize your campaign bidding for you so that you can bring back the most value. So, you know, my take on this is 
If you think a phone call is worth twice as much as a form submit, it's almost unimportant what you assign the value of each if you're using this particular strategy, but just make sure, let's say your phone call you mark is worth $10 and your form submit worth $5. Now you've passed data in enough to let Google say, hey, if you can focus on getting me phone calls, great, they're worth more. But overall, you know, this is the relative value of things. So it might be one approach to using this uh, when you're in the non-e-commerce space. Um, yes. Then the last piece of that, and you can see it up on screen now, is it looks like you can set a target ROAS and all this. So this feels a lot like ROAS bidding. Um, and what we didn't mention actually on this is very important. Uh, this particular bidding strategy, I think right now, is just available on, is it search campaigns only? Yes, it's search campaigns only now. Um, really, it kind of exists already in shopping. That's the smart shopping campaign, but this is uh, you know on the search side now, only available, so. And the last article today, Juan Amp. What's going Amp on in Amp? So they're actually allowing custom JavaScript to be added to Amp pages. You can make them all pretty now. No, just kidding. Uh, uh, the actual limit to the amount of Java you can add is about 150 kilobytes. And it's actually based on user interaction. So you'll still get the standard AMP pages from my understanding, but to avoid any kind of unexpected like, changes to the user, the user AMP, it has to be gestured or triggered by the user mm -hmm. in order to, to load the AMP scripts. But I mean, now the option is there and it looks like Google's easing up on AMP. Very nice. All right. Well, if you'd like today's news, subscribe below. And that way, have a great weekend. Thank you for joining us. Thank we'll you, guys. Take care.